Okay, so what I've realized is it's unsustainable for me to continue listening to the podcast books on audiobook. This one was so, so slow. Was this worse than than any of the previous ones? Uh, yeah, just because the narrator spoke really, really slowly. Oh, you did show me a clip of it. And action. her voice was ridiculous. For the, for she, she did this goofy-ass voice for all the male characters. I thought, like, because the first male character who really speaks is the janitor. And uh, she, uh, when you lose the queen in that way, she was legitimately, she was talking like that. When you lose the queen in that way, and I was like, oh, it's just because he's like some goofy old guy. Right. But then every male character spoke exactly the same way. It's like... Even the Russian dudes. No, she did a fucking goofy ass. Well, she actually, yes, but just in a Russian accent. <laughs> if you lose the queen. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I can't even do it. But like Beltic and fucking um, Benny and everyone was like... Beth, you if you do that, then you gotta it's is fucking they took so like weird. fucking hicks. Yeah, and it was just stupid because I know that I it's just so much slower than reading. So much slower. Yeah. Well how long was the audiobook? Yeah, uh, it was eleven or oh it was almost twelve hours. Yeah, that's insane. Because yeah. I when I read the book, I probably spent I got it and I spent maybe two hours reading it and yeah. then another hour and then another hour and I was done. So it's I was like four astronomically hours. astronomically quicker. Yeah. It, yeah, it's actually ridiculous. So you're done. Yeah. You're done with audio No more except I already spent all my Audible creds and I got Ready Player One, which I now feel like I have to read. Hey, have fun. Have fun with that. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. Ready Player One might not appear on the feed for a while. Yeah, we... Um, <laughs> I tested the well. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but I tested the waters. Yeah, so not this really is, saying much. This that is was stupid. Funny, we funny. can't talk about a different book in the yeah. intro. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the books better, the show where we read the uglier and nerdier source material <laughs> so that you don't have to. I'm Dan, and I'm Orlando. Dun, 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 Dan's the back. Queens I, some other man took my place last week. Yeah, what was his name again? I don't know. It's lost to time. We'll, <laughs> It will not be spoken again. Uh, <laughs> Too bad we've already named. Like, yeah, we well, have no, the- yeah, that's a coincidence that our new rating system happens to have the same name. What's the, say it? It hasn't doesn't have, say the name. Why would I talk about the say rating the system? We're not at the end of the episode. Say yet. what the rating system's called. Well, I haven't now. even introduced what we're talking about. I can't start talking about the rating system. That would be like the Olympic huh. judges giving huh. their scores before the person even climbs huh. the ladder. Huh. The diving is what I'm talking about, (laughs) swimming pool wise. (laughs) Anyway, today we're talking about the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. You guys all know the Queen's Gambit. You everyone watched it last year. And now we're here almost a year late to talk about it. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Very topical. It was last year, bro. Well, it was the it was the second half of last year. Yeah. Anyway, Anya Taylor Joy shocked and awed uh, with an amazing performance. She's a very talented actor. You know what I realized in the TV show? I she has like all these weird. The Queen's Gambit. Or the what? Sorry, Isn't... she has all these weird what? No, she's well, she has all these weird like mannerisms, and it really sells the character. I think. Yeah, because she's these a strange weirder. like hand I... like I don't know. She just does weird things w- w- like when she's walking in with her hands. It's yeah, interesting. She. I wonder if she, if Anya Taylor Joy's good at chess. Sure. Okay. What do you do? You reckon the people that were uh, acting in that picked up anything about surely right about playing chess about chess they were just doing what they were being told it's not like um like i tonya where she had to learn to ice skate she could just move the pieces like the script called that's for. true but like surely hearing the names of moves over and over again and seeing what they were 
like, you know. I would I would say that, but one of the things we'll talk about is that in the movie there's very little actual chess unless you're like paying very close attention to what they're doing on the boards. Compared to the book, yeah. In the, the book script, literally talks through. Yeah, in the script there's actually almost no actual chess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the book they really like going into detail. Not too much detail. It's actually quite entertaining still. It's yeah. almost as like a simple enough for like anyone. I don't know. It's quite well done because you sort of get the excitement of it even if you don't really understand the moves. Yeah, it's interesting as well because watching people play chess, if you've ever watched your friends play chess, it's the fucking most boring thing ever. That it's yeah. just boring. Now yeah. you'd think you that understand. watching some, well, not even watching someone play chess, reading about someone <laughs> playing chess would be doubly as boring. But yeah. it's actually uh, that's what that's really what interesting. The author thought. Do you remember the author's name? Walters. Walters. Yeah. Something Walters. Probably should have checked that. That's all right. Yeah, no, that's okay. Who cares? Uh, he's probably dead. But <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> He that's what he thought. Hold on, chess is boring. Let's add sex and drugs. Yeah. And, and now bad words. Now we got a book. Oh yeah, really bad words. Bingo. This is the official N-word count for the books better yeah. has reached one. Yeah. So and at the start of the book. It may not advance for a while because we got a lot of children's yeah. stories. Ready player on. one. Although, actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah, ready player one. But I was gonna say we got Roald Dahl coming up. Does he say what does no, he No, but he's just famously you know, maybe we get some anti-Semitic content. Well, who knows? Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, right off the bat, not right off the bat because we've been talking shit for five minutes. <laughs> but ultimately, the book's actually not that different plot-wise from the series. Really similar. Very similar. The biggest change that I thought was that the series opens up with a cold open of Beth Harmon's big game, against Vasily Borgov in her second game against him out of three in the story in Paris. And she's unfortunately just woken up from a crazy bender and had to like quickly get ready and rush down and play him. That's completely different from how it goes in the book. What's absent in the, absent in the book. Completely absent in the book. In the book, it's the same plot wise. She has to play Borgov in Paris for the second time after losing to him in Mexico. In the book, she just loses. Yeah. Because she is She not, chokes. Yeah, she just chokes, yeah. Because, she, yeah, it's more psychological to do with her being scared of Borgov. I think Borgov sort of representing in a way like the kind of authority systems that she struggled with as a child. And I think that comes across more clearly in the book. Whereas in the movie, it's like, uh, the, in the TV show, it's like, well, she just fucked up because she went on a bender the night before. Yeah, that, uh, the French model character as well is completely new for the TV show. She's not in the book. She's in the book, but she's she just in there for nearly do as much shit there. Yeah, surely, yeah, she just right? she just shows up and sits there and loses a chest. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which happens in the TV show. In the TV show, though, they bring her back for all that shit that happens in Paris. For all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, in Paris, in the book, she just walks around and buys clothes. She doesn't do anything interesting. Yeah. It's um when that happens in the TV show, I don't know. Some of the things they did in the TV, obviously it makes for more interesting TV. Yeah. Having those uh, ups and downs because otherwise it, it would have been quite bland. What, she just goes to Paris and then loses. Yeah, but there's ways that you emphasize the thematic content of it rather than the just plot making content. Up, yeah. So how would they do that? What would you, what do you reckon they should have done? 
Well, I'm okay. I <laughs> I haven't thought about it. I'm not going to sit down now and be like, okay, how do we demonstrate like her psychological barrier well, it's, it's, of overcoming this one opponent versus It's harder to do that in a TV show than a book. Yeah, or in a book. So they yeah. probably it probably was as yeah, much obviously it's, yeah, it's much well, easier for them to shit just is do hard. that. You could have put some fucking effort into it. Well, that comes to a a point actually, Dan. Yeah. That I have is that Netflix uh, it's actually really smart. They just buy because who heard of the Queen's Gambit as in the book before Netflix made yeah. it a TV show? Yeah, no one. They probably bought the rights for the Queen's Gambit for some, you know, st- relatively like stupidly yeah. low amount of money. And they just take the plot because they know the plot works. They take the plot. They put their little Netflix kind of lens over it. Yeah. They literally pulled at least seventy percent of the dialogue from the book. <laughs> it's true. Put it into the TV show. And it only take takes like say they do ten of these adaptations. It only takes one Queen's Gambit to make it all worth it. They're no, just, like, you're right. That, I mean, that's yeah, that's it's, their business phase. They make so much stuff, and then eventually they get a Stranger Things or a Queen's Gambit. Yeah, and it's kind Stranger of Stranger Things is original, but but it's even easier to produce content that might hit. When you know the story, because the book is probably like at least locally successful, right? Because of its engaging story. Yeah. So if they, yeah, you're right. If they just take that and buy the rights relatively cheap, I don't know how much they bought the rights for. Who knows? It but, couldn't have been much. I'm sh- like, like I said, relatively. Like, but no, speaking, it was probably worth not. it just to get a decent yeah. story with a slightly higher chance of hitting as a series. Yeah, and less it, it work, did. less work for them. Yeah, for the exactly. And also, well, and it's just like now the thing they've produced rather than having quite a large, you know, margin of uncertainty in terms of is the story going to work, they already know the story is going to work. So that yeah. part of it is, is taken dumb. out of the equation. That's a huge part of yeah, it Yeah, well. it's a huge part of it. And now all that money they've spent is has a much more, like much higher chance of uh, succeeding. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's more just that they want to make cash rather than being like, okay, this is a story that would make a good adaption. Right. Right, and it just happens that obviously the Queen's Gambit because there's plenty of Netflix adaptations that are fucking horrendous. Mm. So I don't know. And okay, just, well, hold on. Let's let's uh, rewind a little bit. Did did you enjoy the series? I actually did. You did or you didn't? I did. You did. However, yes. I think that I think it's fine. Yeah, I think. Yeah. if you read the book, the book. It's not like the book is, you know, so different to the TV show. If you like the TV show, you might not like the book. If you like the TV show, the the book is the same and so much better than the TV show. It's a bit more interesting. It is way more interesting. And it's just There's a bit more going on. Like, okay, so the thing about The Queen's Gambit, the Netflix series, because I watched it last year and I only just read the book, uh, listened to the book and... Um, it's, I was like frustrated because it was interesting, but it's kind of, I just kind of felt like it was lacking. Right. I I was like a little bit like, uh, you know, it's like, looks really good and the performances are all really good and the story is interesting enough, but there's like kind of something like missing there. Well, the problem is, is it's just chess and chess isn't that interesting. So they have to rely on this like drama. Yeah. So it's essentially just like. But it's also like even the drama in the Netflix series like plays out weirdly compared to the book. Yeah. In the book, it's a little more like, I don't know, you can kind of see the arc of the drama. 
but in the movie, it's uh, in the TV show, it's just sort of like she beats everyone, she beats everyone, she beats everyone, and then she gets to the final boss, and she loses to the final boss, and then she fixes her addiction, and then she wins against yeah, the final boss. That's in the span of one episode. That so she loses in yeah, episode like oh, five yeah. or six, and then wins in seven. So yeah, I don't know. It does seem it's more like. Uh, I don't know what the word. It's more like flat in ter- in terms of like ups and downs uh, in the TV series. Like her mm. alcohol addiction and drug addiction in the oh, TV yeah. series at the start of it doesn't actually have that much effect on her game. The only time it she gets drunk and hungover is when she loses to Borgov that second time. That's yeah. the only time her addiction actually hinders her chess performance. Yeah, exactly. So it seems just like weightless um, for the whole start of the thing. Yeah. Compared to the book where it's a much more... Um, in the Well, but okay, hold on. But in the book, it doesn't really affect her that much either until uh, she loses to Borgov because she chokes, not because she goes in a bender. But then instead of that happening in the book... Uh, in the book, she then goes home and goes on a bender. Yeah. But it's not like a partying bender. It's a really she's getting, sad yeah, bender. Yeah, she's just getting fucked up at home. Yeah, which, yeah. by the way, in the book, is a, it's a lot. it feels like a more real, like a more grounded uh, representation of like alcoholism. Yeah, in the TV series, she's dancing around. Yeah, it's very really. glamorous. And there's that uh, classic shot that's been like criticized a lot and like memed a lot of like her sitting on the couch like and she just looks like a fucking supermodel but yeah. it's meant to be like her lowest point yeah yeah and like there's been a lot of like criticism of like okay yeah this is very much like corporate like right. uh depictions of this uh yeah and it has been i think rightly criticized for that whereas in the book it's like that bit is like really rough yeah because she talks sad. about like how all her organs hurt and she feels like she's killing her brain and like she wants to stop drinking, but she can't. And uh, in then what happens in the book is that she agrees to defend her Kentucky state title, which is the same as in the movie. But in the movie, she like shows up and um, Harry Beltic, uh, Harry Beltic, yeah, yeah, comes back and yells at her. Whereas in the book, Harry Beltic is just kind of gone. He doesn't really get any more screen time after he trains Beth. Um, uh, and she shows up and she loses to some like shitter because she can't think straight. Yeah, because she's fucking she's jacked having up. withdrawal. Yeah, yeah, and it and it makes her incredibly frustrated. And then that then leads more naturally into why she decides to contact Jolene because she feels like she has nowhere else to go because Benny yells at her or seems distant or something. Yeah. And her mom had died. Her mom's dead, obviously. And yeah, she feels like she has no one else. And then she's like. Uh, oh, how about this person like Jolene, who is also <laughs> an interesting character in the books? Yeah, because at about page five she rapes Beth. Yeah, well, I told you I was because I had the book. Um, I got the book before I'm. It was before you started listening to the audio. It was like right before mm. you started listening. This is literally yeah in the first five pages. Yeah, uh, and I was reading and. Actually, when you know what I remember, when we're in the bookstore, you opened the book to the page, page where right so after basically yeah. Beth, uh, yeah, says calls her the N word. Yeah, yeah, really nasty. Anyways, yeah. when I was reading it at home, I was like, "Oh, Queen's Gambit." You know, my my parents have watched it. Uh, my you know 
younger brothers watched it. Everyone loves it. Like yeah. this is going to, I was just not expecting it. And I was reading, <laughs> I don't know what the, I'm not going to describe what exactly happened, but they're basically in the orphanage. I yeah. Beth is like eight or something. And, and Jolene's yeah, Jolene like just 13 sexually or something. assaults her yeah, in she the just, fucking she, orphanage. Yeah. She just forces herself on, on, on Beth. And, yeah. And Beth is clearly not enjoying it no, and doesn't want it. It's um, it's so bad. And it's weird yeah. though, because that's in the book. It's kind of just, they just move on from it. Yeah, it's just a standout yeah. scene. And then. Yeah, Jolene uh, is otherwise presented as a sympathetic character. Yeah. Otherwise, it's exactly like the TV series, other than yeah, that one very, moment. Very which similar, is, otherwise. Um, I reckon and yeah. he should have wrote, written another random throwaway character if he was going to write a scene like that. Have another character do that. Yeah. To her. Yeah. I don't quite know what the point of It's just weird because, it, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, it, I don't know, in regards to the N word thing, this book was written in the 80s as well. So that's just like, a, you know, it's yeah. dated. That, that, that might have been more acceptable then. But then also it's set in the 50s, so it's not that unbelievable that it might have happened. It's not. But the, um, the thing is, is there's no other language like that in the rest of the book. I When I read that on strange. page five, I was like, oh boy, <laughs> this like book is going to be... Well, I, was, I, was I mean, there are no other black it. characters in the rest of the book as no, well. No, that's true. But not, yeah. you know, not only that word, but just um, other... Yeah, 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 yeah. Other know, whatever even, demeaning... Yeah, like they don't even say fuck words. or anything. No. Really. Oh, actually... That's not true. I yeah. think they do. But anyway, um, have you heard of the trope, the magic black man trope? No. That, yeah, that's interesting because I think this book, well, yeah, the book does it. And What's then I the think, trope? I think the Netflix does it even more. Uh, it's just like a, there's a white main character who's struggling in some way and they meet like a black person who's not a real character with real struggles uh, who's just... Um, some kind of who's just basically auxiliary to the main character and like gives them like some sort of like hokey wisdom that okay. helps them fix their life. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, it's, it's quite a prominent trope. Um, if you think, yeah, I'm sure you can think about some other stories. That yeah. Do. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, this is, I think an example of that. And I don't know that the Netflix series made, I think the, actually the series makes it worse because in the book, yeah. Jolene's life when Beth revisits her is more realistic, I think. Or it just feels like less like some like a someone like a cheap try. Kind yeah, of yeah. It cheap. feels less cheap. Yeah, yeah. Because she's more like she's a phys ed teacher in the book. Well, it talks about her life more instead of her yeah. just rocking up and fixing Beth for her essentially. Yeah, and like driving around and yeah. being like, "Yeehaw, yeah, I, I work in a like you know." Yeah, yeah. Um, she still goes to work in a law firm, but she gets that job while Beth and her are hanging out because it just also what happens with them happens on a longer time as well. And and they hit the gym yeah. because Jolene is like, uh, she's not a phys ed teacher. She's like teaching phys ed while she studies, uh, what's it called? I Sports have, science or whatever. There yeah. you go. Um, she's studying that and she's like, a really good volleyball player. She's going to go pro. Um, and then, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it's just a little more, it's like, yeah, in the, in the, in the TV series, she shows up and she's like, yeah, I'm a, like a hotshot lawyer. Yeah. I mean, it's all like dialogue that's taken from the book still, but it's just like worse because. Well, they just have less time to develop it in the TV series. Yeah, I know. But I mean, they've got fucking plenty of time. I just think they don't do it as well. Yeah. Um, and 
Um, well, that's that's a, kind of like linked to another thing where in the book more so because obviously, like we just said, they make Jolene seem more of a believable character in the book. Yeah, she she is almost when when Beth gets adopted, her uh, adoptive mother, mm, Mrs. Wheatley, Mrs. Wheatley is absolutely. I don't know. She's not even like a mother to it. She the whole thing in the book yeah. as well. They talk a lot more about how she's so absent and everything she says seems to have like no weight and she's like yeah. not listening or concentrating at all. It's and true. it's also like until they start bonding on when they go to the tournament. Yeah, and, and then she dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. But before that, it seems Before like, that, yeah, she's just very completely distant. Yeah. Whereas in the TV series, it seems like she's more wants to be she like seems more mom. like yeah and there's one yeah. line in the book which is actually copied straight into the tv show where uh beth's mom mentions that her like paying for beth um you know as if it's not costing her enough money to support oh, yeah. you know beth in the book that was much more of a kind of see you're like oh shit like maybe she doesn't um Maybe she's you kind know, of a bad guy. Bad, yeah, bad lady. In the TV show, she says the exact same line, but for whatever reason, it's, it doesn't seem the as... Context as, as yeah, like the different. context is Or even is just different. the tone of it. Yeah, 100%. Um, what do you think of the the Russian dudes that she plays in the TV show? That dude that look like Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou, Lou, is that Lou something? It's like Luchenko, isn't Luchenko, it? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy who looks like uh, Einstein. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, okay, th- it's basically, it's almost not even worth talking about because it, it happens almost exactly the same. Except in the book, it just goes into more detail about the game and how she feels like she's losing to Luchenko at the start and then they adjourn, they adjourn and she comes back. No, I mean the Russian dudes as a whole. Do you think they were kind of goofy in the TV series? <laughs> They're they're definitely like uh, caricatures more. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it is a bit goofy, but I like. But it's just the whole thing is like it's just that Riverdale lens where like everything is just so it's like aesthetic porn, you know? Right. And like it just leans into it a thousand percent, where everything is like so much the thing that it is. That it seems then, unrealistic. Or yeah. That it seems it's like it was out. just like like a larger than life depiction. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I didn't feel like it, um, the Russian characters like stood out in the TV series as being ridiculous because it's like you know everything in the TV series is like so grandiose, stylized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, did you think it was goofy? Did it take you out of it? No, it was. It it didn't really. But in the book, it seemed more like serious when she was playing the games and when she was playing them in the TV show. It well, just, they just she just destroys everyone in the Russian thing. Yeah, and I guess it's like it's because they can't explain the moves. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's probably they don't really have a good way of being like. No, uh, really, she like almost lost this one. Right. I. They do show a lot of the games. They cut. They do a lot um, of cuts where, you know, she starts the game and then it cuts to her leaving and it's like, oh, she won like again. Mm. Or they do cuts where. It shows the players' faces, but you yeah, can't it has see a shot of her looking like she's really concentrating. Yeah, and that's fine. I guess you can't really do much else, you know, for a chess game. Well, they do it like there is a technique that they use to get around that in closer to the beginning of the series when she first plays Benny in 
Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. And in the book, it's just straightforward. She sits there and because you can hear Beth's internal um, monologue, you know that, you know, she tries to make like some move and it doesn't work. Yeah. And that Benny beats her on something. Uh, And in the movie, they or in the Netflix series, they felt like that moment was, well, they felt like it was important enough that they do a thing where they have her explaining the game to Mrs. Wheatley afterwards and they cut between her explaining it afterwards and her playing the game so that you almost do get that internal monologue and they take a lot of the dialogue straight from the monologue and just have Beth explaining it to Mrs. Wheatley. And then they get caught in a sort of weird situation where they have to then change Mrs. Wheatley's character so that she's been like learning a little bit about yeah, she's chess. Like, she's like, oh yeah, to- oh wow. I, yeah, she, yeah it's, a, it's a little bit stupid because she's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, I read about, like, yeah. you know, she, <laughs> I don't know if she says that, but she does that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Where it's like they write themselves into these like weird corners where they have to end up changing characters. Yeah, so um, it's finding other ways yeah, uh, to 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 do that. show her monologue. Because her monologue in the book is so important. It is really like. important, yeah. So they just got to find different yeah, ways. So then, you know, that's one way of uh, doing that. But then, you know, let's say at the end, okay, the Netflix series, we want to make her game with... Luchenko more important like it is in the book or not more important but just more of a more intense a plot beat yeah more intense like how do you do that um you Mrs. Wheatley is dead but even aside from that you wouldn't do the same thing again even if yeah. she was alive <laughs> oh yeah I read about that yeah <laughs> well you wouldn't do the same thing of her having dinner with Mrs. Wheatley after yeah. or her having dinner with the U.S. uh the dude. ambassador dude um you you know because that would be con- like contrived and stupid yeah uh, very obviously contrived and stupid uh like so how do you do that um I don't know. yeah it's difficult <laughs> it's tough there but there's you know i assume that if you're clever you can think of other ways to communicate that information to the audience make it more exciting yeah. but for whatever reason they decided that it wasn't necessary they just have to destroy all of them and then the game with borgov the plot actually allows them to explain and make it more interesting because they have to adjourn and she gets the phone call from the, from, from the boys back in Kentucky. Yeah, and they also <laughs> they bring back Harry Beltic. He's hanging out with them. Yeah, I think they're in New York in that scene. Oh yeah, in, they're in Benny's, Benny's place, like basement. Uh, yeah, fucking and Hobbit hole. And Beltic's there, which you just accept watching the Netflix series. At least when you watch the Netflix series first, you're like, yeah, Harry's there, and it's that's a really feel good moment. Yeah. Uh, in the in the book, uh, don't Belt- you just cut him off? Uh, Beltic's not there in the book. No, but like that bit, he's not there because she just fucking ghosts. Well, him. because. No, I don't think... And it's stupid if you think about it well. he well. just, But he just goes back to school in the book and he just lives in Kentucky. Like, he is the not even after Beth beats him Kentucky State champion. It doesn't even make sense that he would know Benny if you think about it. Yeah. Kentucky's not a big chess state, I imagine. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like, why would he be at Benny's house? He's like, hey, do you know Beth? Yeah, I slept with her. Yeah, I slept with her too. Let's hang <laughs> out. It's If you actually think about it for a little bit, it makes no stupid. sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool. I I did really enjoy that moment in the TV show. It, but though, yeah, but the, the moment plays so it's, great it's because good, it's yeah. just that feel good thing of like, yeah, like all the bros Let's are like hanging out, and you still get it in the book. It's just a little more subdued because it's not quite as it's crazy. Not the whole gang, with, yeah, not the whole gang. Those two twins in the TV show like also Wheatley's have a lot more. Well. Yeah, <laughs> corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Mr. Shybold's there, like, 
Well, this ghost. When Gorbachev does this, it's uh, Gorbachev. It's like, Gorbachev. It's like your fucking Star Wars. Where yeah, he sees the oh, ghost. Yeah. The he force sees- is in you. Uh, Beth, yeah. always, <laughs> always. It's like um, after yeah. she beats him, yeah. they're all they're partying afterwards, and they the ghost she shop looks and over. Yeah, yeah she looks not at her. Corner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, <laughs> Mister Shybold. <laughs> that's so gold. Yeah, I just imagine the that's, fucking. Yeah, that's hilarious. With the Ewoks in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, who is it? It's fucking, it's Anakin. Yeah, well, they, they fucking, every time they re-release it, they add it's more fucking more characters in CG. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Oh, soon, the whole gang's here. Soon fucking Ahsoka, animated Ahsoka. Oh, no, yeah. They're going to add fucking Ahsoka from the Mandalorian in as well. She's going to be like, yeah, peace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, here too, dark. And then Baby Yoda's going to be there as Baby well. Yoda. It's soon, the more shit they add to Star Wars, the like, bigger that fuck, frame's going to be. we're running out of space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. They're gonna have to start shrinking yeah. down. <laughs> um, anyway, so wait, yeah. Do you? Because I want to talk about Mr. Scheibel. Do you have anything else to say about that end bit with uh, with Gorbov and stuff? Gorbov. I keep calling Gor- him Gorbov. Gorbov. Hosni Borgov. That's it. Sorry. I said it. No, I don't know who that is. Um, yeah. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about that end bit? Um, no. Because here's just another little thing. Well, that you I, keep going, and I'll have I a think if I if I think of anything. Yeah, else. okay. Here's here's another little thing that I noticed while we're talking about little like adaption tricks. Is that uh, the Mister Shybold's character and his story plays out almost exactly the same in the series versus the books, like down to the exact beats and lines of dialogue. He teaches her chess, and then he fucking dies. Yeah, and even that moment where she like has to stop playing chess and he can't even like bring himself to say anything. There's an interesting line in the book that I don't think is in the series where Jolene speculates that he hates children, uh, which sort of makes you think about it. And then you go like, did he hate children or was he just like, just some weird dude? Well, like I, I just don't think he was able to like express that. And Beth is perhaps not sure either until she goes down into his man cave and sees all the clippings and everything. I think the book sets up that moment better. I think in the book it's more obvious what the point of that scene is. Beth is maybe not sure, and even as the reader, you're not sure whether Mr. Shybold actually gave a shit about her. Yeah. So what do you? Th- so you're because saying he's in the so TV show he wasn't as. Uh, I didn't get that in the TV show. Maybe some other people did, okay. but I didn't quite get that. I was just like, oh yeah, someone's like believing in her. I guess. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. But in the book, I think it, to me, it had more significance. Um, uh, but anyway, aside from that, uh, I just thought it was interesting that in the book, that moment is comes off as underplayed. More, It's more subtle. And I'll explain to you why. Because she goes in, it describes Beth seeing everything and... When in other scenes you get Beth's thoughts on what's happening, it doesn't give you any thoughts of Beth's. It just cuts back to her in the car with Jolene and it has a thing about her wiping away her tears. It's subtle. In the movie, where you don't have her internal monologue all the time or ever, um, it's she goes in and she sees it and it pans around. Stupid montage. It's the same thing, yeah. It's She goes in and she sees everything and then it cuts back to the car it's the same thing as in the book. In the book, it feels more understated because you know it could be describing her monologue, but it isn't. 
Yeah. In the TV series, even though it does the same thing, it doesn't feel understated. It feels really on the nose and quite ham-fisted. Okay. Which is interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they don't have... Oh, yeah. Obviously, they don't have a monologue in the TV yeah. series. So when it's not there, it's not like there's yeah. some kind of disparity. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. So it's like how would they have made that scene more... Uh, more subtle in the movie in the TV series. I don't really know. Yeah, that's kind of that would. It's interesting, kind of a hard right? That's do. kind of an interesting little puzzle. Um, mm. I yeah, I don't know. Mm, if anyone, if anyone can think about it, yeah, fucking if you have an tell idea, us. tell us. Um, yeah, but anyway, Land, do you have any uh, more final thoughts on yeah on the books better uh, on the books? Jesus, oh, on the Queen's uh-oh. Gambit. <laughs> um, yeah, the one of the last things I was just gonna say, I yeah. just remembered, is that. So talking about at the start about how Netflix, a, a lot of the dialogue from the yeah. TV show is straight out of the book. Lazy. Lazy. But also it works. It doesn't seem awkward, <laughs> I don't think. Some they, of the lines are a bit... They iffy. do a really good job of taking lines that are sometimes in entirely different contexts and yeah. making it work. And they kind of yeah. mash in their own lines like, you know, in between. Yeah. Anyways. Because the dialogue all feels really good. The dialogue is well written in that sense. Yeah. That the actors are able to give good performances because the writing feels natural. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so a ton of that, a ton of the dialogue is pulled from the book. Mm. The other, like... There's so many montages covered with music in all the episodes. In the second last episode, there's three of them. And that takes up so much of the runtime. And I only realized in that second last episode... And I look, I, honestly, I just skipped past in the, in the second last episode. I, because, man... Just like her cleaning the house. That's what makes There's me say cleaning that, the other apartment. Yeah. That's what makes me say that it's aesthetic porn and it's like lacking depth. Yeah. Because there's so much of that. It's I really, really didn't like that. It felt like and in they the book, were just trying it's to like, fill out the runtime. Yeah. In the book, sure, it's maybe replaced by just a lot of explaining of chess. Yeah. But there is actually character content and plot content in those explanations of chess. And that's one of the very interesting things about the book is it's able to communicate a lot through that. Whereas there's really not a lot that you can communicate through a slow pan of a chessboard and some nice dramatic piano music. Yeah, yeah. Or even when she's going on all these. It's another thing that got repetitive as well, which they could have avoided if they just cut it, maybe. I don't know how else they would have transitioned these, but when she's traveling to other uh, states or other cities, just on the aeroplane, there's so many just five, ten minute scenes with her on the aeroplane, yeah. either with herself or with her mum, and it's just like too I'm much. A, yeah, I'm enough. a big fan of the smash cut to the establishing shot of like the outside of the building yeah. and like the big text where it explains what yeah. they are. I like that. That's very trendy nowadays. It's so much, so much better. It just gets to the point faster and it because whereas I the guess dialogue, they want like a different mood in this of like like piano and like yeah. the panning shots of the plane. It's like oh we're traveling yeah and time's moving on. It's I yeah I don't know. I think they probably it seems like they struggled a bit it's to show the, the passage of, of time because obviously in the book, in the book, um, in the writing he slows yeah. it down a lot more. In the TV show, I guess those plane trips are a kind of way of. Trying yeah, to make trying it to seem indicate like, that time is moving. Yeah, because if you do all those hard cuts, then it's just like it might seem like not that we? much time has passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my my last yeah. word with those montages. 
Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if anyone really liked the sort of slow pace of that. Mm. I am sort of with you. I, it's just, it's just boring. It gets boring. I think it probably had more of a kind of, or I saw it more negatively because when I was watching the episodes, I just crammed them all in like <laughs> two. I guess everyone does. Yeah, that. yeah. That's what I was gonna Netflix say, who the fuck show? doesn't do that? That's yeah. what I did last year. Yeah, I, I think if maybe like I watched them a bit more spaced out. And without Yeah, but the... like you can't expect people to be doing that. No, no. You know what? Another thing was maybe I think I was n- not feeling pressure that we had the podcast, but it was almost like like we're, we're I have to, to like I have to, to watch it. You know what I mean? So I'm watching these fucking yeah. montages and plane shots, and I'm like, I was getting a bit of really that important? even. Yeah, I was getting a bit of that even listening to the audiobook. I wonder if that will going forward affect how we start watching things. Yeah, that's if we interesting. We need to be cramming them before you record. Yeah. But yeah, should we? Do you have anything yeah. else, or should we go to the? No, no, uh, no. Let's move on to the um, the what to the Hosni the, scale, the name of our scale, not the name of some imposter who was on the podcast last week. Anyway, um, yeah. So we all know how the Hosni scale works. It's perfect scale. You're really not going to do the bit. It's the Hosni scale, bro. You're not going to do the bit. The Hosni scale. No, it's not the. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're doing the hookies. <laughs> no, that was last. Come that on, was man. A, that was <laughs> that was a Hosni bit, bro. That so why have we? If if we Hosni if we, if Hosni if we was have on, so much fucking disdain for this man, why the fuck have we named the scale about? Well, because he named the scale him. while he was on the show. You, he kind of and took now over I it. and now I can't really go against that. I'm scared of him. <laughs> you yeah, fear well, him. Yeah, no, it's just going to be seen as very, I'm, yeah, it's going to be seen, we're going to get a lot of hate mail if I come back on the podcast and the first thing I do is change what my co-host established last episode. It's just not done. That's not, it's just, that's not polite society. <laughs> and sure, if, if Borgov, if Vasily Borgov had a secret button under his desk that he was using to communicate with the Kremlin to get chess advice, it might sound a little oh, something. Oh, yeah. it, it might sound a little something like, "Help, help, bishop is being sent. Help, please, she pinned bishop. American girl pinned bishop." Sure, but that's something that Hosni might do on the podcast, right? That's a Hosni move. That's a Hosni bit. It's not my. And style. you're Dan. I'm Dan, as I said at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I'm Dan. I'm not Hosni. But unfortunately now I snooze, I lose. The scale is named after Hosni, even though actually I invented it in the previous episode. So Hosni kind of took my credit there a little bit. He kind of ripped Stole my shit. Stole your thunder, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, all that aside, <laughs> it's time to use the scale that I invented but called the Hosni scale. Like Let's, the re- yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> look, the book is better in my opinion the movie looks pretty. Uh, the Netflix series looks pretty, uh, but but the book is better. It's more interesting. It's more grounded. Uh, I think it is better. I'm going to give it a plus two. No, the plus is for the the movie. movie so side. it's a minus two. Minus two. Yeah. So it's a minus two. It's a bogey. I reckon. <laughs> oh, bogey! You're starting this golf shite again. Or actually, you know, no, no, that's not harsh enough. I'm giving it a minus. Four. I was going to say minus four or minus five. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. This because, is one of the times where if uh, you did enjoy yeah. the TV series, read the book because you'll fucking enjoy the book. Or, it's or you'll just get a better. lot out of the book. It's yeah. better. It's unless, better unless, you know what I'll say, unless you like Riverdale. 
Because if you, you like Riverdale, then I think the reason you like the books better is just because it's you like looking at it, which is fine. But then, you're but not, no, it's not fine. How many seasons it's, of Riverdale it's fine have you watched? Though. I've seven seen any. I've seen one episode maybe, and I've just heard it described to me. There's an episode where they did Heather's the musical. What does that mean? I don't know. No one could really explain it to me, and I don't actually care to know. <laughs> you, you got you got fuck you got anything else to say about this fucking show? <laughs> I yeah, give it a negative four. Yeah, the end on the Hosney scale. That's fine on All the right. Hosney scale. <sighs> fuck this shit. Talking about Riverdale made me mad. Yeah, um, you, you got mad real quick. Yeah, I know. Good thing the podcast is ending. You know, I might have to take a break next week. Next get someone next to fill week. in for me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next week. More Harry Potter, I guess. Harry Potter? Shit. Or is it Reanimator? Or is it Harry Potter? Uh, I thought it was Harry Potter. Probably Harry Potter. It's a surprise. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, well, that's it. If you can figure out that puzzle that I was talking about before, or if, I don't know, you have your, uh, you like Riverdale or some <laughs> shit, You're I don't know. falling apart. <laughs> yeah, that this Riverdale. Of Riverdale I know. Just we better you. not talk about Riverdale if you haven't even seen it. You yeah. don't understand I if know. this is how mad you are hearing about Riverdale having not seen any episodes, <laughs> how they gonna, you don't yeah. understand the amount of rage you'll feel if you had watched an episode yeah, or two know, and then man. someone mentions Riverdale. I mean, but I really like Sweet Life on Deck. That's good. That's okay. Is it the same guy? It's the same. It's one of the same dudes. <laughs> I thought they were both in it. No. They both look the same. They could both be in it. Just because they're, they're twinning. <laughs> All right, bye we're done. everyone. Goodbye. See you next week. Send us a message at the books better on Instagram. The books better way at the books better show at the books better show. Ah! <laughs>